You are now listening to Mike's Opinion. Logic Unleashed. That's right, you are now listening to the Mike's Opinion Podcast. Thank you so much for listening today, today, today. You know I always want to know, how are you doing today? How are you? I hope you're doing well today. Today, um, Today's episode is vaccines, as you can see by the title. This is part two. Ironically, my very first episode was about vaccinations very first episode and it was uh, pre-pandemic yes it was before the pandemic even was a thing before we even heard the word COVID yes so the Olympics are going on New York City governor is under fire for sexual advancements that were unwanted seemingly There's a lot going on right now, but nothing is hotter in terms of subject matter than vaccines and COVID-19. SARS-2, the novel coronavirus. So I thought it fitting. I was going to do it last week, but as you know, I started talking with my, my brother from another mother. Hopefully you enjoyed that episode. It was a much lighter episode. But I wanted to not drop the ball on that and uh, on this rather and get this episode out to everyone. Now, before I proceed, I want to just issue a, a warning. If you are overly sensitive, if you are highly sensitive, if you can't handle opposing opinions, then you should probably find another podcast among the millions and millions of podcasts that currently exist. As you know, those that follow me or first-time listeners, I'm Mike, and this is the Mike's Opinion Podcast. I am qualified to give an opinion just as you are. I believe my opinions are just that, my opinions. If you want to know who I am, listen to other episodes, and you'll find that I'm different. And there may be some, actually there is, some qualifications behind my opinion. I still name this show Mike's Opinion. Because at the end of the day, nothing I'm saying law is law, no matter how much logic, no matter how right it may sound or be. but. There are those that are going to disagree. And in this climate, these days, we have just hypersensitivity, hyper-awareness. You can't say nothing. You can't do nothing. You know, I'm glad I'm not a comedian by trade because even though I try to offer levity and, 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 and some some comic appeal, it's literally where you can't say anything. Another reason why I named this my opinion, this show Mike's Opinion Podcast, because it's my opinion. 
You can agree with it. You can be neutral or you can disagree with it. But at the end of the day, it's another reason why I've kept this show sponsorless. Even though I've been approached multiple times at this point. And the money is hard to turn down. I'm not even going front. So, you know, all of those have contributed. I really appreciate it. The value for value model. I am not getting rich. I can tell you that. And really, that's not my aim. It'd be great, though. So uh, while I'm on that note, if you can contribute, great. Just go to the show notes. Venmo, Cash App, PayPal is all there. If you want to send me a box of cash, uh, uh, just shoot me an email at mikesopinionshow at gmail.com. I will gladly send you my mailing address. And the support is greatly, greatly appreciated. I need computers. I need um, microphones, microphone equipment. I still don't have a mixer. So if you got high quality, you know, audio equipment that you're not using, please send it. Send it to me. You know, I want to grow the show too. If you're into marketing, if you can offer some marketing in kind, anything of that nature. But I don't want you to have to worry about my sponsorship getting canceled because of something that I said. I speak freely. And as you know, my whole goal, my whole intention is, is to add positivity to the world. That's all I really want to do. Is contribute something positive to this world. So, this episode is about vaccines. Current vaccines. How I feel about vaccines. And I'm going to offer some facts about vaccines. Histories of vaccines, epidemics, pandemics. I'll start there as a matter of fact. Do you know the difference? Between an epidemic and a pandemic. No? Well, I'm glad you don't. I'll be glad to inform you. And it's really simple. An epidemic is confined, com- confined, confined, excuse me, to a particular community. A pandemic skips countries, goes all around countries, and as we know, as COVID has, it's global, right? We have a global pandemic is what we have right now. And there are different um, strains, variants, as we call them. And let me just take a quick look at my notes because we have had so far to date, to date being the first week of August, 2021, the alpha variant, the beta variant, the gamma variant, the popular, supposedly highly contagious delta variant, and emerging from supposedly Peru or somewhere in South America, the lambda variant. Those are the current variants known or that have been released. Delta is said to be highly contagious and uh, more dangerous, highly um, infectious to the um, to the parallel of chickenpox. And if you even watch or listen to the news or, or the myriad of podcasts, you know that there are. St- Dark differences in 
the way governments, local, state, and federal are handling these things. There's governors fighting against mayors, mayors fighting against local health leaders. I mean, you know, it, it really boils down to do you want to take the precautions or do you not? Or a mix of those, right? Because some people are like, look, I'm not wearing no mask. Fuck it. Whatever happens, happens. Other people don't go anywhere without a mask, right? There are some people that are like, vaccines all day, every day. I got both shots. I doubled up on vaccines. There are other people like myself. Even pre-COVID was like, I don't want vaccines. I want my body to naturally develop any immunity. Now, for me and my immediate family, my wife and kid, we do not have exposure to people hardly. I say that because if any of you followed me, if you've listened to me in, in the last year or so, then you know that we don't hardly go anywhere. We're self-employed. We work from home. We homeschool our kid. So for us, we have very limited exposure. That being said, we did just recently take a trip to SeaWorld. And this was just a couple of weeks ago, summer 2021. It was in July. I can tell you, the two days we were there, we were there for weekend days, a Saturday and a Sunday. Both days, both parks were packed. SeaWorld has two sides. They have a a water park, then they have the SeaWorld side. Okay. Generously, there were 10% of people wearing masks. And that's generous. And I'm talking tens of thousands of people. And I'm saying high tens. There had to be probably triple digits, probably 100,000 people there. So if, if, if ever was a super spreader event, that was it. Okay, but we're about 10 days out and we show no symptoms. Show no symptoms. Now, it hadn't been two weeks yet. Supposedly, there's a 14-day incubation period, but we'll see. We shall see what happens. After that, we went to a a birthday pool party. And I I live in Texas. Okay, born and raised in New York City, but I live in Texas. And according to recent news reports, Texas and Florida account for one-third of all COVID, recent COVID cases. as As of the first week of August 2021. Did I contribute to that? Did my family contribute to that? Quite possibly. I only say that because if you are asymptomatic, meaning you do not display any symptoms, no cough, no fever, no, no, no symptoms. Okay. It's easy to spread. It's easy to spread. But before I go on and and share, you know, the information that I have to share in this episode, I want to share my basic philosophy. I am what has been labeled as an anti-vaxxer. Okay? 
Now, in these days of labels, and I guess we've always had to label as a human trait, right? We've got to label this and uh, categorize that. We've got to put it in a nice, neat little box for a multitude of reasons. Quite simply, I and my wife try to be as organic and pure as possible. What does that mean? That means we do not introduce unnecessary foreign substances substances into our bodies, particularly, particularly injections of any kind. I am in my mid-50s and had never once, not once, had the flu shot. Guess what else I've never had? Ever. The flu. Never had the flu. Do you hear what I just said? I've never had the flu shot. I've never had the flu. Have had chicken pox. My uh, daughter, who's grown with her own kids, um, from my first marriage, she probably was around, I don't know, eight or nine. And I thought I had already had it. So she contracted it. I'm hugging her, kissing her. I got chicken pox everywhere. And when I say everywhere, I mean everywhere. There was not a square inch of my body that didn't have a pox, a chicken pox on it. And it was miserable. It was itchy. Itchy is an understatement. But I survived it. And guess what? Now I'm naturally immune. Naturally. May I get shingles later? Perhaps. Perhaps. Now, being a person that chooses not to introduce pharmaceutically, artificially created, man-made substances and have those things injected to my body. I do not expect to be persecuted as such. Now, once again, my situation is a bit unique because we have limited contact. We haven't had a vacation in a long time. That little weekend getaway, I guess you could classify it as a vacation. But I need you to understand those that are pro vaccination. It is your choice. And I wouldn't condemn you for it, whether you do or don't. Live your life. Allow me to live mine. Now those, and I've done countless amounts of articles that I've read and ingested. I, you know, I get it. I get it. You want people to get vaccinated. So we can supposedly stop the spread, right? Lindsey Graham, very well-known senator here in the United States, fully vaccinated. Now, he's a senator. You know he got the best vaccination possible, right? He got the best vaccine possible. Fully vaccinated, just Diagnosed with 
COVID. Proof. These vaccinations will not stop you from contracting it. The pro-vaccine people will say, but yeah, they'll lessen your symptoms and the likelihood of you dying. Perhaps. Perhaps. At the end of the day, the common denominator, when you boil this all down, it should be a choice for each and every one of us, and no one should be condemned for their choice. It is not irresponsible to not get vaccinated, to choose not to get vaccinated. And as of today, like I said, we're um, midweek, first week of August 2021. There are over 100 million people that have opted not to get the vaccine. So I know I'm not the only one. I know I'm not the only one. Here's a hypothetical. COVID hits, measles hits, any of these horrible, infectious diseases that could end up fatal. Imagine if there was no vaccine. Imagine if we had no vaccines available. What would happen? I'll tell you what would happen because I've read the history of epidemics, pandemics, and vaccines. And I'll tell you what happens is the herd is thinned. And we come out stronger, summarily speaking. That's what happens. Sometimes tens of thousands of us die. Sometimes tens of millions of us die. But guess what? We are stronger because of it. We are naturally immune. Okay? Naturally. To whatever has revealed itself to us. So, do I want people to die from infectious disease? Of course not. I am a man who is empathetic. I am a man who cares. I'm not afraid to be kind. I'm not afraid to be compassionate. I am not afraid to be good. Okay? So many of us, we consume death. As entertainment, we consume gruesome, horrible, criminal death. October is fast approaching, and Halloween is approaching, and we will see people with Siths and daggers and 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 all of these horrible imagery in the sake of the costume, right? I don't like it, never have. These haunted houses where people are, are bloodied in um, makeup. But yet, if it hits our block, if it hits us in the face, you know, you'll watch a murder on TV that's dramatized. But if that exact same thing, you watch it for entertainment. You watch people get murdered for entertainment. But if it happens on your block or in your face, huh? Traumatized. Right? Seems like a digressive, which I often do. I often digress. But I tell you, it's all connected. 
It's the same thing here. I don't want anybody to die. I truly don't. But we're going to die. All of us. Whether it be from a horrible accident, an infectious disease, or so-called natural causes. We are all going to die. While this podcast and this episode is being recorded, people are dying. Children are dying. Teenagers are dying. People are dying all across the globe right now. Yes, it's a fact of life. I choose not to live afraid. I eat my vegetables. I exercise regularly. I drink water. And I do not introduce any foreign substances into my body. It is my right. It is my body. It is your right. If you choose to inject yourself with three different COVID vaccines. Because you want to be extra. To do that. You can do that. I'm not going to condemn you. I'm not going to condemn you. Also, no, you can still catch it. You can still spread it. With the vaccine in your bloodstream. Now, there's been all kind of uh, controversy, speculation, right? Conspiracy theorists about what could possibly be in this vaccine. And if you know even the slightest bit of history of governments and their medical medical tamperings, you know they really can't be trusted fully. This vaccine was rushed, doesn't have FDA approval, rushed to market. Understandably so, right? Mm-hmm. So many things were unprecedented, right? Lots of money doled out, you know, whole economic system shut down. And we are coming out of it. I, I almost said coming out of it. We're, we're, uh, are we? We're not coming out of it yet because the Delta variant is popping. But we're still heading forward out of it, right? Kids going back to school. Here in Texas, kids went back to school this week. Started early trying to catch up. And guess what? They don't have to wear a mask. And they're in class, in-person learning. The state fair is coming to Dallas, where I live. Fully opened. The governor of the state of Texas said, there will be no mandates. People can do whatever the fuck they want when it comes to wearing masks and being vaccinated, which I feel is the way it should be because we can't hide from this, right? We cannot hide from this. Now, I said I would share some things. And on that note, I want to share you uh, 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 something that's called a visualization of the history of pandemics. And I found this on a website called visualcapitalist.com. And it was comparable to other ones because I never get one source. When I source something, I always make sure that the information is, is, is as accurate as can be across many sources just to, to verify and validate 
the information. But we have had plagues and pandemics for millennia. Um, one of the earliest ones was the Antonin Plague. A-N-T-O-N-I-N-E. Antonin Plague. And that was supposedly in the year 165 to 180. Now listen, before I go any further, I do as much research as I can. I, I consider myself a very good researcher. And I, I dive deep. I dive so deep that when I said that date, it made me think of one of the aspects of my research that I decided to, to, to just mention, but didn't get into it because the dates, if you know anything about calendars, can be mis, can be construed as different. And I say that because we switched from the Julian calendar to the Gregorian calendar hundreds of years ago. So these dates are Gregorian calendar dates. Just in case any of you sticklers might be wondering. So, then there was the plague of Justinian. By the way, the Antonin plague was from year 165 to 180. Yeah, from year 165. Killed 5 million people. 15 year span. There was the plague of Justinian in the year 541 through 542. In one year, killed 30 to 50 million people. Did you hear what I said? 30 to 50 million people. In comparison to date, COVID, as of June 30th, 2021, has killed 3.9 million people. When it comes to comparison and pandemics, it's getting up there. But COVID is by far not the most lethal. One of the... um Largest, and there's many on this um, chart that I've compiled, but by far the Black Death, otherwise known as the Bubonic Plague, which was from the years 1347 to 1351, killed 200 million people. 200 million. The Bubonic Plague, otherwise known as the Black Death. Fast forward a couple hundred more years, there was smallpox. 56 million people succumbed to false, to smallpox, to smallpox. 56 million people. Now, I want to stop there for a moment because when smallpox arrived on the scene, this is when we started doing official vaccines. Gentleman by the name of Edward Jenner started a uh, very interesting fellow, as a matter of fact. Never, I mean, should have been considered a doctor, I guess, based on all of his um, pairings with other researchers and and uh, being a stickler for medicine and flying hot air balloons and a variety of things. But Edward Jenner is noted as being one of the first to 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 indulge in vaccines. And um, I believe that was the year 1796, I believe it was. Yeah. Let me just confirm that. Yeah, 1796 in May. 1796. Edward Jenner. And there was a 
um, a farm maid, Sarah Nelms. She had some fresh cowpox lesions on her hands, and the rest is history, as they say. But this is when modern uh, vaccines started. However, however, if you do some research, apparently vaccines go back to before that, in the year 900. Um, it was Abu Bakr Muhammad Zachariah. He was a Persian physician, and he published a written account on smallpox and measles. So, it's it's just funny, you know, just like Columbus discovered America, um, how other things that may be attributed to certain people in history books may not be all that accurate. Yeah, forgotten history is um, slowly being unearthed. And remembered, and the people who have the most accolades for discovering this and discovering that may not be. But I digress. I am not here to talk about race today. I want to talk about vaccines today. So going back to that um that graphic, like I said, smallpox, and 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 I I know I know, always say this, but today I'm going to make sure I do not forget the links to any of these websites that I mentioned will be in the show notes today. So you can you can see where I got this information and you can do your own research. You can dig into this just as I did. Okay? After smallpox, there was um great plagues of the 17th century. Killed 3 million people. Um, there was a, a cholera outbreak. 1817 and 1923 killed at least 1 million people. Um, interestingly enough, on this graphic, on this chart, HIV AIDS from 1981 to present has killed between 25 and 35 million people. Uh, in more modern times, of course, talking 1950s, it was the Asian flu. Um, 2009, 2010, we had the swine flu. We've had SARS, Ebola, MERS. And of course, now we're at, at COVID. But by far, the Black Death bubonic plague, um, for just over four years, 200 million people dead. So when you put that in perspective, COVID, we're doing all right. Now, when I say we're doing all right, I need to make sure that you understand I am making, not making light of anyone's death. If you've lost a loved one or anyone that you know or care about, my heart goes out to you. And I mean that. And really, it's for cancer, for diabetes, for anybody if that has lost someone. I have lost people dear to me. And I know the pain and the anguish that you feel. I can also tell you, for me, it never goes away. It just becomes livable. And the only thing that can help that pain is time. There's nothing anybody can say, nothing that you can do 
Nothing takes away that pain and that anguish and that missing that person. Then time. And I'm talking about someone that I knew was going to pass. People that were elderly. You know, 80s and 90 years old. And still, when they're that close to you, I thought I was prepared, right? When my grandmother passed, upper 80s, almost 90. And growing up in the streets of New York, I've seen death in my face. In a multitude of fashions and many times. So I thought I was prepared. But nothing could have prepared me for when my Nana died. Nothing. And I still feel it to this day. But I think to myself, what would she want me to do? And I know she would want me to, for one, to go on living. Live my life. Keep living. But I miss her every day. I think about her every day because something comes up that reminds me. Of her. You know. And I miss her laugh. Man. She had this laugh. <sighs> you know. So I understand. Mortality. And I know it's coming for each and every one of us. Now. In a hundred years. A thousand years. We're 3D printing organs. Now. You know. As we make these advancements. In. Medicine and biotech and microtech and nanotech and all of these, um, these technological and medical advancements. Will we allow ourselves to live for hundreds or thousands of years or if not immortal? I know if you are a believer in the Bible, supposedly some of the ancient people lived for hundreds and thousands of years, right? Hmm. Yeah. So. Is it possible? There are other creatures that live far longer than us. There are other creatures that can regenerate their own organs. Their body parts. So, the 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 physiology of living organisms and the capabilities are astounding. So... The ancient people maybe knew some things that were suppressed. I know for a fact our Western diet here in America, especially, is horrible. Horrible. It has been pretty much proven. I only want to say pretty much. It's been proven. If you remove animal protein from your diet, aka become a vegan, You can live a healthier life. Period. End of story. Yes. You can, you can alleviate yourself of many of these ailments, heart disease, hypertension, diabetes, all of these things, possibly even cancers. So, but we're addicted. Once again, I digress. I know I do, but believe me when I tell you, it is all connected. It is all connected. So, you know, right now, I've heard the the now famous Dr. Fauci, you know, blame the unvaccinated. 
I've heard statistics such as 96 plus percent of new COVID hospitalizations and deaths are those that are unvaccinated. I can't help but be a logical person. My tagline, my motto of this podcast is logic unleashed. And I'm going to unleash it upon you. Because when I see a government pushing something so hard, and when I say pushing on all fronts, advertising, media, word of mouth, print, I mean everywhere, inject yourself with this substance. Inject yourself with this substance or you're a bad person. Inject yourself with this substance or you're going to die. I can't help but be suspicious. Not just from a logical standpoint, but from a historical standpoint. And even more so as being a black man in America, for which I am. It's absurd to think that I wouldn't think that I would blindly inject something into my bloodstream for which was rushed to market. I have no idea what the fuck is in it, where it came from, what it's derived from. And just go inject myself or get injected rather. Sometimes twice. Then they're talking about maybe a booster. Get the fuck out of here. I'm not doing it. Haven't been doing it before COVID. Not doing it now. And frankly, I once again, I want to say applaud those that have the wherewithal to stand up for themselves. But I don't want to say applaud. Because I don't, once again, I don't want to shun or talk down upon those who choose to get injected. Because it's up to you. It's up to you. You should have that right. And once again, I'm about to digress again. For me, it's the same thing with abortion. Do I want a small unborn baby to be murdered? Fuck no. No. I don't. I think it's horrible. The whole abortion process. However. The woman has to live with that choice if she chooses that route. It is not for me to tell her what to do with her body and her unborn kid. I can't protect everyone. Even though I am the sensitive type of man to the point where if I find a spider in my house, I don't kill it. I capture it briefly and take it outside and release it. That's the kind of man I am. My wife and I just tried to rescue a rabbit that was attacked by, I guess, a cat or something. It didn't make it. And she cried. And I was sad. But I didn't cry. But it was a little baby bunny. And we have bunnies all around my neighborhood. Little cottontails. You know, they created these suburbs where I live. I don't even say they planted because I think they're just native to the area. But there's bobcats, raccoons. There's wildlife all over the fucking place. And rabbits 
are literally everywhere. I could probably go outside right now and there will be five rabbits in my front yard and four in the backyard. And they're just the cutest thing. But they are food for certain animals. Okay, just like they eat foliage, they are food for other animals. It's just a fact of life. Humans, you got to kill to eat. We must kill to eat. Now, most of us, it's all the murder is done for us. And I don't care if you are vegan. Plants are alive. Vegan or carnivore, you have to kill to eat on planet Earth. It's a fact. Choice is a fundamental right we all should have. And making those choices within the confines of a society and a community should not come with ridicule for that choice. And I say within the confines of a society and a community because murder shouldn't be included in that, right? Rape should not be included in that. Okay, to take someone's life, to violate someone's body. And you might say, well, Mike, everybody should have the choice. No, 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 no. The choice to take a vaccine or not, and, and even potentially spreading a deadly disease, is not intentional murder or rape. And once again, I think my family, my immediate family, we have a bit of an edge only because we have very limited contact with the public. We don't commute to a job. Our kid doesn't go to a school. He doesn't go to a daycare. He's not part of any sports leagues or anything like that. So our decision may not be ridiculed as much. I will tell you, though, we are in the minority in our larger circle of family. Literally, as I think about this, everybody else has gotten vaccinated. Yes. But of course, we're a bit of oddball because we are self-employed. We're not part of what I call the herd, the nine to fivers. We don't send our kid to school. We've homeschooled him since birth. He's in fourth grade now, fifth grade. No, yeah, fourth, fourth grade. Um, and, you know, they all look at us differently. Because we think differently. We do differently. But we don't condemn anybody else for their choices. This is just the way we choose to live our life. Okay? Once again, we don't want anybody to get dead. We don't want anybody to contract an infectious disease. Okay? We still wear masks. Now, my wife and son, they definitely wear masks. I don't always. I'll just keep it 100. I keep my distance. And my wife will nudge me sometimes and I'll put the damn mask on. Ironically, do you know what one of the benefits of COVID, SARS-2, coronavirus was? And you might say, Mike, you out your fucking mind. What could benefit could there possibly be from this infectious COVID bullshit that we're going through? I'll tell you. 
flu season last year was virtually eliminated. Do you know why? Because we were wearing masks. We were washing our hands every five minutes. We was wiping everything down. So the flu virtually disappeared. Yes. It did. Which was amazing. Right? Now, whether this latest infectious disease or any of the ones in the past, and yes, any of the ones that will come in the future, are man-made or nature-made. Doesn't matter. It's going to happen. And we are going to endure. For one, there are too many fucking humans on the planet. Billions. I think the estimate now is six to eight billion people on planet Earth. And uh, I don't see any indication of people that are going to stop fucking. We're going to keep reproducing. I don't mean to be crass or crude. So, the population, barring what some see as inevitable, as a natural disaster, asteroid, pole shift, or man-made disaster, war, nuclear war, some false flag UFO event, right? And even then, I believe humans are here to stay for a while. Could be wrong. Maybe we'll all, the asteroid will come, block out the sun for a hundred years, and we'll all die. And perish. Um, but I, I, even then, I think we've learned how to get past that even. I'm pretty sure there are people out there, the doomsdayers and governments that are prepared for that scenario. Right? When doing research about these vaccines and pandemics and epidemics, I just, I thought to myself, when you, start looking at the history of Earth, which is constantly changing, right? These books, you know, the Bible, 2,000 years supposedly is all we've been around. You know, it's clear we've been around for millions and millions of years. Tens of millions of years that this Earth has been habitable. Science has unearthed these things. Archaeologists has unearthed these things. And carbon dating has proven to be pretty reliable when it comes to dating things. So, there is history that we are unaware of. So, whether it be bat dung in some far-off cave or some meddlesome humans tinkering with shit in the lab that they shouldn't. The human experience is going to encounter disease, infectious disease. Some of us will survive and some of us will not. Now, if I knowingly went around sneezing on people knowing I had the flu, or knowing I even had coronavirus, coughing in people's faces, which has been done, by the way. I've seen countless news stories of people intentionally 
coughing on people. That's heinous, horrible, and ridiculous. And the person should be smacked, frankly. Okay? It's unnecessary. And it's just rude. Don't, don't do anything like that. But getting, or excuse me, not getting a vaccine is not that. I need to be very clear on that. That is not that. Okay? So if you're pro-vaccine, be that. But do not condemn people that are not pro-vaccine, that choose not to get a vaccine. If you are anti-vaccine and you choose not to get a vaccine, do not shun those that choose to get the vaccine. Okay? We can all live together. We can cohabitate. It's always been amazing to me, whether it be, you know, before COVID-19 or, or post-COVID-19, that these people that are vaccinated are just up in arms. If you're vaccinated, why are you so worried about me? You're protected, right? Why are you worried about me? You got the vaccine. Measles, mumps, polio, COVID. Why are you worried about it? Hmm? Yeah. If you're protected, what are you worried about? It begs the question, right? So, doing this research, I, I was... I was not surprised, but there was this small list of infectious diseases that were once prevalent before the development of vaccines for each of them. And then vaccines came along and supposedly stomped them out. Now, I'm going to read this list to you. And you tell me if you think these were completely eradicated. Polio, tetanus, flu, hepatitis A and B, rubella, hib or HIV, measles, whooping cough, pneumococcal, rotavirus, mumps, Chicken pox and diphtheria. Now, my son is still in the single digits and he won't be for much longer. I was there as I was with both of my children, my older one and my young son, when they were born, involved from conception to delivery. And before I can catch him, you know, consoling my wife, well, not consoling, comforting my wife. You know, right after the birth, they, you know, let us hold him for a minute and they whisked him off, cleaned him up. But they took him to the infirmary. He was over eight pounds. He wasn't, you know, he was late, actually. Funny story behind that. I'll tell that on another episode. But very healthy baby boy. And before I could get to him, and I'm pretty sure I'd signed off on this. And the booklet that they have you sign off on when you are, 
you know, you've chosen the doctor in the hospital. Um, <clears throat> they had already injected him with the Hep A shot, which was supposed to be one of two. They also put these drops in his eyes. They wanted to do some other shit, and I stopped them. And I wish I would have gotten there earlier. Because in the first two years of a baby's life in America, with the presumption that they're healthy, they're born in a, in a, in a, in a fairly decent hospital, you got health insurance and all of these prerequisites just to get decent health care. Right. In the first two years of life, our bodies are inundated with pharmaceuticals. And it's ridiculous. I get it. I understand why. I understand why. However, I ask the question once again, and I'm no doctor, I'm not a scientist. But if there were no vaccines, anything that we've been exposed to, some people would have died. Some people would have gotten sick and later died. Others would have gotten sick and then recovered. And those that recovered would have built up a natural immunity. They would have produced antibodies and they would no longer be able to be victimized by these diseases. That is my understanding of these infectious diseases. Now, if you think I'm wrong, if you want to chime in, Good, bad, ugly, or indifferent. Mike's Opinion Show at gmail.com. You could also find me on any of the socials. Like, follow, share, comment, comment, comment. Let me know how you feel about this. Because I choose to build a natural immunity if it doesn't kill me. And if it does kill me, then I'm just dead. And it's my time to go. It is my time to go. And there's nothing I can do to stop that. But I know I will have lived my way. And I feel it's a free way. A free way of life. And I urge you to do the same. Be free. But do you. Like I said, if that's what you want to do, then do it. Do it. Do put whatever in your body that you want to. Okay. That is, like I said, that is your choice. Okay. I can't stop you. I wouldn't want to stop you. I'm clicking through to see is there anything that I forgot to mention today? And I don't think so. There's just some other things that I might have mentioned, but I don't think that I need to mention today. These. These things. Oh, yeah, there's one I'm looking here. Um, children. COVID-19 cases among U.S. children and teens jumped 84% in a week. And that's what a pediatrician group says. 
So before, children were immune, but this Delta variant is, um, like I said, is is hopping around. It's hopping around all over the place, as a matter of fact. There's also a um, a very interesting article, and I'll just share a bit of it. It it just basically says that vaccines alone will not stop the rise of new variants. And that's uh, from a, a, a group of researchers that said that. So, be your best self, and if that includes being vaccinated, then so be it. If that includes being unvaccinated, then so be it. The bottom line is, we are going to make it. Us human beings, as a species, are most likely going to make it. I don't think it's going to be the COVID coronavirus SARS-2 that is going to take us out. It's not. Has it devastated economies? Yes. Has it robbed people of visitations with their dying loved ones? Yes. Has it killed people? Yes. And it's horrible. But people get in their car every day and never make it home. They get killed in car crashes, cancer, heart disease, diabetes, hypertension, kill people, plane crashes, kill people, water accidents, kill people. As I said earlier, we all die. And I know a lot of us in America don't like to think about that. We don't like to talk about that. But we like to watch it for entertainment. We like to watch that that death. Right? People getting shot. And stabbed. And strangled. In other horrible ways. We like to watch the chaos and the carnage. While we eat our popcorn. Right? What's wrong with that picture? Hmm? What is wrong with that picture? Please, let this not be another dividing factor. The politicians are having a field day with it. Another wedge to drive between us, the masses, as the top 5, 1, and 10% continue to live at the upper echelon of Earth. Do not judge one another based on being vaccinated or vaccinated or unvaccinated. We can all get along. Let's acknowledge, recognize, and respect each other's personal choice on this issue. Wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't that be great if we can all live With each other's differences. Let's try. Let's try. Okay. And I hope. There's nothing sinister. In this vaccine. I hope. None of these conspiracy theorists. Are correct. And that. There's nothing in this vaccine. That can be activated. Or something horrible in this vaccine. That takes a. 
a three or five year incubation period and the millions and millions of vaccinated don't fall victim to it. You know, I truly do hope it's safe, even though I choose not to put it in my body. I hope that it's safe. I really do. Because I don't want nothing to happen to none of y'all. Do you understand? I don't want anything to happen to any of you to have chosen to put this thing in your body. So, you know, I always say, how you doing? When I start my episodes, and I'm going to end this one by saying, I hope you are okay. I'm Mike, and this is the Mike's Opinion Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening to Mike's Opinion. Logic Unleashed.